Welcome, welcome back. This is Oscar Castro. Andre Bass. And you know we are off the wall sports. Hope y'all having a good time. Uh, apologies again for missing another week. So I've gotten the way. So we did not get to go into talking about big events like Chris Jenkins and that crazy buzzer beating three pointer yeah. uh, that won Villanova national championship. But definitely Prosser Villanova and everything they did. I had a feeling they were beating Oklahoma, but. I did not think they could beat UNC, but, man, did they play a great game. Uh, they just played better, you know. Um, great strategy, great coaching. I wish we would have been able to talk about it last week. That's a little weird that we would have been in-depth with that. Yeah, but. it is what it is. We move on. Uh, looking at what's going to happen what's gonna happen next year uh, with that team. If Chris Shingis comes back again, uh, I think the more shape that kid gets, who knows what the sky limit for that guy um, and the rest of that team. But let's get into our regular schedule programming and start off with football. Like I said, even though we're in the offseason, there's always ha- stuff happening. Dre, what's on the top of the list? Um, before we get into the hot takes, I just want to talk about like, like a moment for Will Smith. Yeah, I- and clarify, I'm not talking about the Fresh Prince. But yeah, talking about... Defensive end for the... Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Um, he actually led that team in sacks that year. He was probably the best defensive player on that team that year. Um, he was underrated. And he had 12 and a half sacks in 2009, the year they went to the Super Bowl. And, you know, that was the team that, you know, you you already know that the Saints were a great offense for a while. Uh, Drew Brees, Marcus Colson was really on top of his game back then. Uh, Reggie Bush was even very impressive, uh, dynamic. So what you had, you always had issues on defense. And was that the most complete defense in the world? No, but they had one great player on each level. And Will Smith was the leader on that defensive mm-hmm. line. Uh, he was able to consistently get to the quarterback uh, and put on that pressure that you needed to make everything work. Um, and you know, Taryn Sharper uh, was able to was able to gain a lot because he saw a lot of open looks to make plays as a safety because of the pressure that Will Smith got out. Mm-hmm. So definitely, he's he was he was a great player. It was was really key that Super Bowl run. Um, he really missed tragic way of how. Yeah. Of how he lost his life is really unfortunate. Senseless. And you know he was all he was as good a run defender too. He's one of the two way pass rushers that could defend the run and rush the passer. And just for what we see him to just go out senseless violence, someone just being stupid. Yeah, um, he deserved to have a long career and be celebrated for well, well, for him being part of a really great team. He's a good player, very good player. Yeah. So rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Condolences go out to Will Smith and the rest of his family and everything else. So back to but back to business. That was our second right there. Um, Ryan Clady traded to the Jets. So uh, was it a day, two days after their left tackle, one of your favorite players, the Brickshaw Ferguson retired. Brick, yeah. Um, they kind of traded for opposites. So where the Brickshaw Ferguson hadn't missed one game ever, they got Ryan Clady, who's missed all games in the last two yeah. three years. And, you know, it was one of the things, because when the guy gets on the field, Ryan Clady is probably one of the top left tackles in the game. But that's when the guy gets on the field, and he clearly has just been way overly injury-prone. 
So you're wondering what kind of player you're going to get. Are those knees just shot? I say mm-hmm. yes. I don't so think do you're going to get the same quality player you're going to get. So there's definitely no way that they would have come at that low price. But yeah. the fact of the matter is the New York Jets needed something. It's a physical team that it's built on running the ball, and you're going to miss Debrickashaw Ferguson. Debrickashaw no. Ferguson was a beast. The left tackle, he wasn't the player he was uh, starting off, but you still definitely appreciated a guy and needed a guy like that. On the line. I've been hearing the only reason he retired is because they asked him to take a pay cut. Yeah. And they were either going to cut him if he didn't take the pay cut. So he would have stayed, theoretically, had they not asked him. If they would have paid his full salary. Um, he was getting paid a little above. For yeah, what for what it is now. You know, that's just the issue with how, you know, there could be one day a bigger talk about how contracts are structured in real labor negotiations. Yeah, no. Franchise tags being the only thing that's really a, is only being a football and no other sport. I think that, you know, one day union and uh, owner negotiations are going to favor the player genuinely more than they are now. But until that day, um, I think that players retiring is a is a legitimate weapon that, that, that the players union has on their side. They're not going to get their due. And they're not going to get their due. Struck, contracts are restricted too much uh, and, and, and in favor of the team. Yeah, no. Um I think it's okay to pay someone a little bit for a year or two for what they did. You know what I mean? He's not that great player that he was, but he's on his way out, and you gave him a contract. Yeah. He, you were if he didn't show up for the you know the games, you weren't gonna pay him. So, you know, you know what I mean? He was there. And in basketball, you have to live with whatever contract you give, no matter yeah. how bad. In baseball, you have to live with whatever contract you give. You give yeah. In football, you can kind of do something about that. Yeah. You can eat. You can eat. So you can make. There are stuff. There's stuff put in place. You can restructure. You can. It's a lot easier to cut a player, and it's not going to yeah. really make you, break you that bad. There's stuff you can do, and it's just not really. It, it's just it's just clearly more equitable in the owner's favor, and like I said, it's a bigger story for a different day. Um, but definitely some 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 negotiations need to be done in the next round of talks when they have that. So Russell Kuhn just you know from former Seahawks left tackle just takes Ryan Clady's spot in the left um, for the Broncos. Um, I think the Broncos team's probably done now with free agency, trading the wit for the draft to fill their other needs. Um, another one of your fam- your favorites, Marvin Lewis gets a, a contract extension, a one year contract, which I thought was weird to get at you know just the timing. Well, one year says that you know this is it. You get yeah, you get yeah. that you're gonna get you're gonna get what you have left in that year to make that to make that push. But and if you don't get if they don't get what they want, what they expect, they're gonna probably move on. My question: So if he doesn't do anything, let's just say he does what he does every year, they get to the playoffs and they lose the first game. Mm-hmm. Then what? He has that one more year to do the same thing again. Yeah. Why not give him that contract extension at the end of that year when he gets eliminated from the playoffs next year? There I might, just thought it was weird. There might I I don't know what the what the variables were, there, but after a while. You kind of have a unit that's about as where it's going to get now, and you have the ability to add some stuff in the draft. So you could have you could make a legitimate push, especially right now with uh, with with two running back, two cable running backs, uh, one of the better receivers, one of the better receivers in the league, an emerging tight end, and a solid quarterback. Your offense is about going to be yeah. as, as high level as going to get. Yeah, and, you know that defense. Fact of the matter is they they make it to the next round if they don't if they're not if Jeremy Hill does a if Jeremy Hill doesn't fumble and b if all the if everything just doesn't break down at the end yeah. for that defense they they and they beat the Steelers 
I just think something happens every year about them. They've always been the more talented team every time they lost. The year before they lost to the Chargers. I mean, before before that, before Vontaze Brofick did that, I was talking about him being one of the one of the, one being the one of the best linebackers out there. He still had a great game that game. He just he made one mistake. Amazing game. He just made one mistake. Well, that one mistake killed them. And Pac-Man Jones, this whole season, has not been great. Yeah, no, he's been a good leader, great football player. Great. Did everything you want. It's just something happens. But I, you can't say if, and I can't predict the future, but after a while, something's got to give. I think he's going to get I think he's gonna get one more chance. They're going to have this team. Basically, they probably felt that this team has two more years in. Okay. So that's probably why, that's probably why they felt that he's going to have that that opportunity because this team has two more years and then as he gets fired, more likely than not, they're going to blow that up because I don't see another coach letting Avante's Burlfick stay around, letting a Pac-Man Jones stay around. I, I don't see another coach allowing that to happen. So they probably have to, that, that's getting blown up. Just be, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless something, unless they get, you know, a real push, real stuff they need, and they finally go over the top, which... Takes a lot, but you know they're fully healthy. Alone, just talking about stuff like that defensive line, you you got you some Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins, and you're yeah. on your own. Yeah, I'm not dealing with that, and you're not running because you still got Dominic Pico on the other yeah. side of the deal, and it's just still got Raymond Lewis. They have a yeah. great defense. AFC's just so fucking tough. You never know who's coming out of that. Um, probably my favorite thing about football is the AFC playoffs. Mm, you want to move over to some draft talk? Always. I know we said we're gonna do linebackers. We're still gonna be linebackers. Shall we? We can. We can do it quick. Um, linebacker's top heavy. Linebacker is like the the sexy players of this draft. Sometimes, like a couple years ago, Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, they're sexy players. Last year's Jameson Winston Miggers. This thing, this draft is linebackers. You have Jalen Smith, Miles Jack, Darren Lee, Reggie Raglan, uh, Dion Jones from LSU. There's a lot of great players in this draft. Um, Sua Cravens. The thing I noticed with all this draft is, besides Reggie Ragland, it's just college. Everybody's little. They're light football players. No, there's no. Yeah, no, none of those. Yeah. You, your old school Big Mike linebackers yes. that that we all grew up with. Seeing I mean, Bryant Urlacher wouldn't be really around today. He might be playing defensive tackle. Yeah. In today's day and age. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to see how these teams are translated because it literally has to be on that team. To put him in the right situation, yeah. like I'm looking at these players, like say, if you're on a three-four team, like where would Miles Jacks play for me? Inside, outside, safety. You know what I mean? Hey, Miles Jack moves. Gets moved around. Miles Jacks gets moved around, and I think that he, I, I think that he would really be a success anywhere. Uh, you can, you can, on three downs, you can, I can see him playing three different positions. Yeah, I, I can see him probably playing. Safety on first, uh, probably pass rushing, probably outside back on second, and then probably playing that mic in the middle spot. See, I'm not a huge fan of that. Like, I don't think I'm a huge fan of it. Like, it's dynamic theoretically, do it. but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be tough with a guy. I like think Miles it stunts Jack. people's growth, like as a whole. Yeah, there definitely is some. I mean, they had the kid playing running back. Yeah. So you have to wonder if maybe how you have consistently in one position, but after a while, you plug a guy so many places, he's proven to be effective. That's stuff that he used to do in high school, but he's so good at it. You're gonna keep on. You're gonna keep on playing with that style. I think a guy like Jalen Smith, however, I don't know where he would play there either. No, nah, he's a four three Sam. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a, he's so, a, yeah. He's a legitimate 4-3 Sam. So, he wouldn't make sense in 3-4. That's what I'm saying. So he's a great player. But if you have a 3-4, you know you don't get a guy like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know you don't get a guy like that. Just, great players. Top, he's a top 10 pick if he was healthy. Mm-hmm. But he only fits one scheme. And not only one scheme. He only he fits one of two defenses. Yeah, one but only one position in those two defenses too, though. Well, he, couldn't two, play. he could play well. He could play, he play outside the right position. I don't know if I want him taking on blocks but he, like that. But he, he's your predominant. He's your predominant, Sam. I like him in coverage a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it was 228, 229. That's crazy to think about 2016 twenty nine pounds in top 10 pick. Yeah, well, look at Darren, look at Darren Lee's going to be in your top, first yeah. round, top 20, and he's he's a safety seven years ago. Yeah. He but, was a good, strong, in the box, strong but safety. He's probably. in the box, strong safety, but he's also one of those guys that I think he's, he's so, he, he'll still make that play, shedding blocks and everything. Just the end of the day, he's just limited, just like Dion Buchanan, right? Obviously, he made he's been he's had a great season, but at time, you know, at the end of the day, when you go in the box and there's that big fullback, there's physics. that's that's physics. Yeah, there's so, so that, much you trying you can do. Exactly. That being said, though, in today's NFL, coverage yeah. linebacker coverage linebackers are, are where it's are, are what's hot in the streets. Yeah. Uh, open field tackling. Uh, and and the, I think Darren Lee also brings open field tackling and the ability to get in the backfield. He does bring that. He mm-hmm. does he does bring the extra physical variables that you he, want. He's the playmaking linebacker. Yes, he's, he's a playmaker. The, he's the splash player. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm a big fan of Reggie Ragland, who's not really any of that. No. He almost reminds me of a fullback he's and linebacker. He's made for the 3-4. He's yeah. made for that 3-4. He's just in there t- taking a block yeah. as a free lineman. He's... He he's there yeah. to do all that stuff. Oh, he yeah he he like blocks right shed blocks. He, he's gonna be he's gonna be solid run. And the defender. thing I'm looking at, there's not another one of him at linebacker. No, not this one. No, not really. Not, not that's projecting the top so three rounds. So if you rounds. need a Mike, this is the time to get yeah. him. If you need a hard nose, that's yeah. crazy. He kind of reminds me of um, I don't want to say Brandon Spikes, but that type of no. Player. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That but type of player. Give him a little credit. He's a little yeah. better versus doing in the back. Yeah, being little, in the back a little, little bit. better athlete. Yeah. Um, and you might just put him in the class with the rest of his guys. He just could. He could be Alabama linebackers really just become a thing. He could be another C.J. Mosley, Dante Hightower. You know, he wrote, maybe a little better like around Ron Ron start. I mean, that's a class. There's there's some serious ballers coming out playing that position because Nick Saban really demands a lot out of his linebackers. Yeah, big too. Yeah, all these guys. I didn't name little guys. Yeah. Yeah. See, Moley's really good. Uh, Dante Howard, I think, is one of the best linebackers. Yeah, and Rolando McLean has had his, has had has had flashes of, of really. He plays play. really. He played better yeah. than I thought he would with the Cowboys. Yeah, no, and he and even with the Raiders, he shows some, some yeah. flashes of, of solid play. So I mean, but I mean, definitely, I mean, Dante Howard probably maybe system say whatever, but he's shown he's been in the best position to shine. Yeah. Out of everybody. Alabama's linebackers is yeah. the thing. Yeah, get you an Alabama backer. Alabama say, University. Physical line. play, no BS, no frills. No flash, but you know what? You're gonna get a guy who's gonna be solid and make me and do what needs to be done. So you put, I think you put Reggie Ragland in the middle of any defense in your set, as long as you know what you're getting. You might have to come off the field on third down, depending on who you're playing, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that's for next year. Yeah, definitely. You know, playing the Patriots. Probably yeah, I'm trying to think. He's okay in coverage. He just. 
Because he's smart. He's a smart player. He's not bad at coverage. Yeah. He's not... Don't get it twisted. He's not not a liability in coverage. He's fine, I think, in zone coverage because he's smart, but obviously you don't want to go down the scene with a tight end. If a legit spread comes out, yes. With a playmaking tight end or a slot on the out, you'd be... And just move the running back out. You'd just be better off if you just go ahead and just switch that up. Don't do do it to yourself. Um, But he's a solid player on the left, especially even in a 3-4. You think he's the first round pick? Yeah, absolutely. I think think only because he's one of the one. Top top 15, top 20? I'm trying to think where he would go. I don't want to get into that because we're going to get into draft needs for a few teams. A few more linebackers. Sua Cravens from USC. I remember people were comparing him to Troy Palmolo because they could see him as a safety. He's not that. I think he's he's one of those players who's a great – he's one of my favorite players in college. But I don't know how much success – how successful he's going to be in the pros. Just because he's not a great athlete – and he's a space linebacker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Picture Darren, uh, Darren Lee without the athleticism. Yeah, that don't sound good. But he's tougher than no, that. Yeah, but I, you know I, I mean? I've heard, I've heard a lot about Sewell Craven. Um, the fact of the matter is that, that USC de- the USC defense, you know, has had some great players come out of the system. But, you know, it's not where it is where it, is where it once was. Um, but you could probably rotate a guy like that, probably get him. I, I think getting a coach like Pete Carroll, frankly, was kind of the kind of, the kind of guy that – Probably help him, but in the best position to really uh, fulfill his potential. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice to see him with that great defense. Yeah. All right. So I think we are a th- little less than three weeks away from the draft now. Um, we're going to talk about player needs for the AFC West and the NFC West today. Go through those real quick. Um, I'm gonna let you guys know where they're picking and everything. So obviously. The Raiders are picking 14. You're not going to say, damn, they should draft Carson Wentz. They're picking 14. Carson Wentz won't be there. Yeah. Just for example, I know they're a new quarterback. Yeah. But so we're going to try to keep it realistic. Think about draft needs. Um, AFC West, I'm going to go in order. Chargers picking three. I feel like it's one of those weird teams that have a lot of pieces. You don't see a lot of teams with franchise quarterbacks pick that high. Yeah, I'm looking at this is another thing. I'm looking at the board. And Dallas Cowboys pick four. And the Baltimore Ravens pick six. Two Fran, you know, they have Fran quarterback. Yeah, but things went wrong around yeah. besides the quarterback play. And also, uh, what, you don't think you had Joe Flacco and Tony Romo weren't fully healthy? For yeah. Season. So, uh, and then in San Diego, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. You know? I think the Chargers team, I mean, they're missing pieces, but I think it's like a, they're not far away from competing you know, for playoffs. You, you get best player available. So, best player available, say, Larry Tunsil goes one. Carson Wentz goes two. What do you think for them? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey yeah. said. Cornerback safety, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, pl- football. Yeah. Yes. I think he takes over Eric Weddle's spot because you're yeah. like Jason Exactly. Brett, he's going to line up. Yeah. He's going to line up with free safety. Um, but there's no doubt about it that you get the best player available, and that would be the best player available. Yeah. If he's gone, you know, uh, if he's gone and Tussle's gone, you know, Miles Jack. You know, there's yeah. a, you just take you take the best player out. I there. wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee trades that pick. To a team that wants Carson Wentz and Cleveland takes golf, then they may get Tunsil somehow. Yeah. That would be another. Yeah, Larry Tunsil. Yeah, if, if obviously if Tunsil's there, that'd be perfect for them. Yeah, they could definitely use that. You want to protect Phil Rivers as long as he has left to play in this league. Yeah, um, I think they probably need another playmaker on offense. I don't see one going. Obviously, one not that high. Um, maybe DeForest Buckner if they move back a few spots. I think it's a pretty good team. They're not too far away from competing, especially with the, what the Broncos are doing. Let's go to Raiders picking 14. Um, you're probably, well, it's another at, solid first, team. at first you were going to think safety was neat, but getting Reggie Nelson, smooth yeah. fucking pickup. For the, the low, Raiders, low. 
Reggie McKenzie is a thug. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Um, Let me say this. You said this two years ago. You say you're going to get a young quarterback, this and that. You get competitive, and free agents are going to start wanting to come. And that's exactly what happened. Now yeah. you're getting big free agents. I said, I, said, I said that they started getting veterans mm-hmm. when they got Justin Tuck, Mauricio Drew, and Donald Penn. I'm saying first you get these older guys to go and say, hey, there's they guys with reputations, guys that people respect. Yeah. And then then the and yeah, and then you build through the draft because they were already built through, through the draft. Having guys like CEO, getting when you get a quality player like CEO more on the draft, he's not there anymore. But he's a fundamental piece of the rebuilding of the Oakland Raiders because that showed that, oh, shit. That was a fourth-round pick, and he was able to play. Now you're getting a guy like Ben Heaney. I mean, the fact of the matter is there's going to be more picks. As far as what they need right now, you're still going to be secondary. I'm, I'm saying corner, probably cornerback. You could probably use some cornerback help, some linebacking help. You could probably still use you probably could still use some, some depth at linebacker position. Um, other than that, you know, you want to you wanna beef up where you can, right? Yeah. If, you can get another, if you can get yourself another playmaker... Uh, receiving wise or running back wise, I think you, that can never hurt. But definitely, your first round pick is probably going to go towards a defensive backfield player. Something, but so at fourteen, personally, I think you get you probably get the number one, number two cornerback there. This year. Yeah, yeah, I, I, believe, I believe. Yeah, I, actually, I, it looks like it's going to be Vernon Hargreaves or Eli Apple. You can, you can pick your flavor. I think it's going to be Vernon Hargreaves or Eli Apple, whichever one's there. Like whatever one they want will be there. Some people have a preference for the zone cover, the bigger, longer cover, like William Jackson. And, I, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing more likely than not, it'll be Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. It's just you're going to want the bigger, back, Oakland, the, bigger yeah. the bigger cornerback, this and that. They probably. But if Vernon Hargreaves there, if, if they're both there, you're going to have to think about it. But yeah. you're gonna they're 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 probably gonna get a cornerback with that yeah. pick. If Jalen Smith is there, you need you need to start. That's what I'm saying. If Jalen Smith is there, because they're not obviously the Raiders improved a lot this year, but they're not winning yeah. the Super Bowl this year. So but, you fucking redshirt Jalen Smith. Yes, yes. And next year you're set. Yes. Wherever you want to put him, that yes. would be ideal. Especially um, the fact when you realize you can still draft later in the rounds, and there are other players. I believe there's this gentleman at Houston University of Houston whose name bypassed me right now. He's a linebacker. Uh, and and that's a player that I see the Raiders getting if they can get it later rounds. Um, there's just pl- there's just plenty of talent later on. Vernon Butler from Louisiana Tech is he going to be a late round pickup if if they if, yeah. he, if he doesn't get you know there's a lot of hype on him early, um, but more and more and more and more if you see a possible yeah. playmaking option there, D tackle do you get him in the later well, rounds? The thing with the deep of the tackles this year is so deep that. You're either there's going to be a huge run on them yeah. where they're all gone early, yeah. or they're going to be some who should be first, second round picks, third, fourth round. Um, and as good as the Raiders' defense tackles are, they don't they're not pass rushers. No, Justin Ellis, Dan Williams, they're not pass rushers. No, so but you, none of the none of these hoggies are. You're not going to get that in any of these tackles right now either way, unless the only guy I can see is I. You've been talking about slip, but I don't see how Joey Bosa slips down there. You move Joey Bosa inside, that'd be scary. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Well, I'm thinking later rounds, not now. Yeah, so no, I'm thinking no, maybe yeah, you get like a Vernon Butler who could, you know. Yes, yes, yes. You know, a Vernon um, Butler would be ideal. Or maybe Sheldon Rankins, you get early second. You know, you never know. That would, that would be that would be, but yeah, definitely it's one of those things Someone to look like at. That. But and definitely that first that first pick's gonna go for a defensive backfield position. Yeah, somewhere in the back seven. Um, more like in Safety, safety's not a big one this draft. No, safety's not a big one, not this draft. It's hard. I don't think safety ever will be again. Because once I was saying like Landon Collins only safety. You have to trade up. You, you have yeah. to trade up. And who would you if, get though? If you want to get a no, 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 you don't. No, no, no. There's no not this year. In general. Yeah, in general, you got to trade up if you want a, a specific. Safeties are safety. one of the hardest positions to get good at. The year Earl Thomas got picked, 
Yeah. The, the Seahawks were so lucky. Yeah. They, they were just so lucky. I'm yeah. trying to think. Calvin Prime, Ha Ha were solid too. But yeah, Ha Ha was a good one. Ha-ha and then how good is he? Calvin Prime is solid, but he's not first round pick solid. No, but then you look at good. Landon Collins. Landon Collins is very good. And that's Landon it. Collins is good. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's tough. It's very tough to do that. What I'm hearing from the Raiders is that guy, Carl Joseph at West Virginia. Yeah. He will be a first round pick at yes. safety, but his knee is blown. He should be able to play next year, but. That's the thing. If you do that, you might as well take Jalen Smith. Early second, yeah. you might, you know, Mike Carl Joseph might be there. Okay, let's move on. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are picking, are picking, picking way down here at twenty eight. Um, that's actually pretty surprising. This is another team strong. Finish strong, they sure but have, have, have don't have a great outlook going forward. Frankly, with the the injury riddled. In, yeah. you know, with Derek, with Derek Hughes' situation. One more thing. I just jumped the gun. What happened with Ezekiel Elizer at 14 for the Raiders? No go? I mean, that's when you really have to think about it. Because that would be perfect fit. You, you, really have, you really have to think about it. Um, maybe. Because he's an instant but, upgrade and he's the best player available. No, you don't trade it. That's the thing. You don't trade. I think no, you run them both. They're committed to start. No, you, if you... you well, if you have Latavius Murray, your second back, I'd say... Is gonna have to be a playmaking guy, capturing out of the backfield. You're thinking like a little third down back. Yes. I'm see, I see Latavius Murray as a second. I'm thinking. I'm thinking a third down back. You don't yeah. reinvent the wheel into how you run a two back system if you're if you're gonna get that. Or, no, it's a three down back system then. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna. I'm thinking back. like the Mark Murray, Ryan Matthews, Dennis Rose. Yeah, that's not a great example. Yeah, it was great in theory, but it, it, yeah, it's so also saying. that's not. That, so you're saying that doesn't work? Yeah, exactly. So I haven't seen but, the, the yeah, application okay. of it. You got Raiders fans are a little higher on uh, Latavius Murray. I'm going to let that be known than I am. I'm not huge on guys who four yards a carry. But anyways, can't you see 28 injuries? You said Justin Houston might miss the year. Justin Houston, Derek, yeah, excuse me, Derek Houston. Um, yeah, they're really in, in, in not great shape. Um, you know... I think at 28, it's the same thing, best player available. But I also think that the Atari post-performance was really subpar against uh, against New England because the the rushes that got to him, the, you know, they could have hit Tom Brady, but Don Tari Poe wasn't getting it pushed in the middle. So so Tom Brady was able to step back, step step up every single time. You If Asian Robinson's there, you take him. I think it's best player available, and if he's there, and if he's there... Which he's been, you know, rumored to be anywhere from, you know, the high teens to, to you know, first pick in the second round sort of area. Yeah. So if he's there, you take him. And we knew when Dante Perro came out, he was athletic for his size, but he can be a little lazy as any three hundred fifty pound man. Yeah, terrible game against the Olympians. Yeah, um, he had an off year last year. I would year. damn near say that was his fault. That was he wasn't doing. He called it his well. fault. But he was. I mean, they did not. They were. They literally were an, a hair. Got a bit of Tom Brady's smug hair every bit of the time that they got to him, but he was able to step up. And that's solely because there was no one crashing the pocket. So, is Ashawn Robinson go there? Is Ashawn Robinson big for no, too small for a nose tackle? No, he's like he's about like 3'10", three, three, yeah. three fifteen of solid, just beast. Yeah. You know, he's, I'm just thinking about compared to Dr. Terry He's a big man. No, but the Terry's 3'30", but, but Ashawn's like 3'10", but probably is like... 350 strong, you know? Yeah. Um, he could be there, or Jared Allen, his teammate, could be there. Jonathan the, Allen. 
Is it Jonathan Allen? Yeah. Okay, Jonathan Allen. Jaron Reed. Jaron Reed. Yeah, you're talking about. It's yeah. Jaron Reed. Um, all three of them. There's three. Those yeah. three. All those three guys. I. All yeah. those three guys could be there. Jonathan Allen's not but going to the first round. Jaron Reed is more of a pass rusher, kind of a three four. He you move him. He three four. He's a three four D end. Okay. But it, they're all D tackles in the fourties. Trying to think. All big boys. I guess, I would if I was choosing, I would go offensive of lineman. Just that they've lost a few players year after year now, and all the guards, tackles. The two tackles are not going to be there, but maybe Coughlin's not going to be there from Michigan State. Maybe Taylor Lewin from Ohio State's there for him if they're lucky. No, I don't think Taylor Lewin's going to be out. Maybe. I don't think he goes there either. I don't then, think he gets out by late teams. Then I guess you go defensive tackle. You know, like you said, Ishan Roberts. I would take Andrew Billings. Oh, Andrew Billings. I like yes. him. I've heard, I've heard I, I would take that. him because he can move a little bit. Yeah. He's more down to where he's that girth. Yeah. Freak athlete moving down the field. Yeah, um, but... Asian Robinson can't be moved. No, there's so a difference. That, that, difference. That's a difference. Yeah. It's a difference. Asian Robinson is a better run defender, but Andrew Billings is a better athlete, so he can do a little bit more. Yeah, but the thing is, at the end of the day, you're getting guys like that, and then they try to do too much, or then they get lazy or because they've, they've already tried to do all that, and then they're not doing something basic, like just holding your, just completing your assignments so your guy can't step up. Asian Robinson completes assignments. You're a huge Asian Robinson fan. But I'm also not wrong. Asian Robinson's hot and cold. Asian Robinson, but even when he's cold, you're not moving him because no, he has, no, because he has one of the, he's one has one of the strongest centers of gravity I've ever seen. But Jaron Reed is better than him in college. Jaron Reed was able to make plays because of Asian Robinson. Wow, I see. I think it's the opposite way around. Asian Robinson wasn't a big stat man, so that's not. I, true. I I think he was hot and cold, and he like threw some people. You know, he's like a playmaker in the run game. Where Jaron Reed was just a consistent playing. Deshaun Robinson was the heart and soul of one of the best defensive teams in college football. We're gonna see where they get drafted. Uh, I think they both would be go be gone in the early teens. I think they could go back to back, starting at Buffalo. Yeah, it's gonna be Redskins. Yeah. You know, they can go Texans. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard. Of, I've heard. Of any of these teams? Washington. Any of these teams could take them. Um, Kansas City Chiefs for their talent. They're not. They don't have a lot of talent. They're picking pretty low. This is one of those teams at 28. They have yeah. a lot of holes off the line. They don't yeah. have a great receiving quarter. Jeremy Macklin, that's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And um, receiving, they don't have. I mean, uh, you think Josh Doxon's available there? No. no. I don't so think he gets by Houston Texans or Minnesota. Yeah, then there you go. Then there you have an issue. Which, and there's no way Laquan Treble's available there either. Even if he is, you don't want Alex Smith throwing it to that type of guy. You know what I mean? Alex Smith yeah. needs a little no, quick West Virginia. You, you need Josh Doxon. Um. They can even go cornerback. You know, they have Marcus Peters, yeah, and that's you it. Definitely want to repl- you definitely want to find a replacement there. Um, I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I just don't know if you're if the guys you want. I mean, we just talked about Eli Apple and Vernon Hargreaves already being gone by then. Um, Mackenzie Alexander, maybe. May, may I, think he's out, I think he's out of the first round yeah, now. I, exactly. He might, he'll probably be gone by then. So you really have to wonder what you really have. But Andy Reid's a great coach, and he's gonna make it work. Yeah, exactly. I try. I think if you have to have faith in any coach, yeah. Andy Reid has earned the benefit of the doubt. Let's move to the last pick of the first round. Only thirty-one picks this year. They took the Patriots. I think this is easy for me for the Denver Broncos. I think they take Paxton Lynch. He won't be available by then. He's gone to the teens. Who do you think takes him? I'm trying to think who needs a quarterback. I guess the Rams could. Yeah, theoretically. Maybe the Bears? Rams or Bears? 
Or if the Jets don't get Ryan Fitzpatrick. Or the Bills. The Bills. That's how the fuck they have to Tyrod Taylor if they do that. The Tyrod Taylor balls. There, there, there's options here. There is. Yeah. I think the Broncos take a quarterback. They have to. Yeah. I think Connor Cook. Whoever, they, whoever their, their choice is. Yeah. You, yeah. Damn, Connor Cook goes in the first round. That means quarterback. And it's just Connor missing. Cook. Connor Cook. Maybe you trade back. And yeah. I, I don't like, know if they would. There's no way they would reach Christian Hackenberg. I don't know how he gets the first round. Unless John, you know, the well, fact is, if you have anyone to evaluate quarterbacks, this is John Elway. That's the true, the, the thing is, the well, Christian Hackenberg, but it's he needs good coaching. Yeah, and you get that anywhere, you get that in Denver. Yeah, absolutely. From, and you have a great evaluate. Like I said, it's, again, John Elway being on top of the helm. You know, he he kind of spotted talent, Brock Osweiler. Whatever you think of him, the kid got paid. Um, so I definitely think he's doing his homework. Yeah, quarterbacks clearly need. You're not gonna. You need you need better than Mark Sanchez and you know talking to, speculating about getting Colin Kaepernick isn't the answer. Yeah. To repeat because you're gonna need some more quarterback play because you lost some key players on that on that great dominant defense. Yeah. Unless you know you know you want to replace Malik Jackson, we talk about those Alabama bigs again. You can just plug you plug any of those guys in there and, and that might help make up some ground. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll be there. Third. I think they might just have to take someone's gonna be Jonathan Allen could be there. One of the three is one of the three is going to be there. If anything, it's going to be Jonathan Allen. But there's some there are there's certain mark guys that you have. Ashawn Robinson still up there, and then if Ashawn's there, you, you get him. Or if Jaron Reed probably is going to be gone first. I'm trying to think what else they can use an offensive lineman. They have a great left tackle. They lose. They lost a guard in Evan Mathis, but they have to take a guard that high. They should take the, a Ryan Kelly from Alabama. That would be a perfect fit because he could play the center and guard. Um. But they just won a Super Bowl, so they should have at least the words, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The team Very, <laughs> you probably get a center, a guard, yeah. you know, maybe like a playmaking running back sort of thing like yeah. that. All right, so NFC West real quick. This one's more interesting. Just because these, both these teams are... Can we start with the Rams? You want to start with the Rams at 15? Yes. Los Angeles Rams. Yes. Wide receiver. You think so? God damn it. Yeah. They need help at that playmaking position. Because whatever situation, whoever you have playing quarterback, he needs to be able to throw it to somebody. Tavon Austin is not a... a, a Tavon Austin's best plays have been made in the backfield, from the, starting from the backfield. So, so yeah. I mean, that's just... You need someone to give it to. You need to get Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> you need to get Laquan, you need to get Laquan Treadwell. Enough said. I go Josh Doxson, but you get the, we get the same thing. You get the wide receiver. Yes. Whatever... Every team likes who they like. You yeah. know what I mean? You get who your number one wide receiver is. And it sucks because this is the second time they're having to do this. Because they got Tavon Austin in the first round. Who knew Tavon? And they got him high as fuck. They got him high? Why the hell? Because of his speed. It's and stupid. you know, yeah. And, and I get it, but you need you need to do a little more than that. My only thing is, and who's going to throw him the ball? You know what I mean? They, they're, they're, right now, Case Keenum's their starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Shit. I, I fear that they're just going to run Todd Gurley into the ground and his career is going to be done in five years because yeah. he gets 350 hey, carries in a stacked eight box. It's Jeff Fisher. I mean, Eddie George will tell you something about that. What about Corey Coleman at there for receiver? He's bigger and he's fast. I think the best receiver in the draft is Laquan Trimble. And that's very – I know we, we've, we've gone back and forth on this, but I think the most talented player out here Who's able to make plays a little controversial? You you get the you need a playmaker. You get that guy, especially with you know struggling quarterbacks. You're gonna need someone who can yeah. get balls by any means necessary. The thing with receivers, it's gonna it's so, you know, 
point in case because some teams already have a big receiver, they don't have a route runner. Some teams already have a route runner, they don't have the possession receiver red zone threat. Some people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some teams have speed. It's just and I, the Rams don't have either one of that. They have both of those because they have a Kenny Britt. And they have a team like Austin, but neither one of those should be very adequate. Exactly. So they should just exactly. take who they think the number one guy is. No, exactly. You take the best player available. You take mm-hmm. the best receiver available. You but evaluate like, that how you will. We've been saying this for years. They need yeah. a wide receiver, too. Yeah. You evaluate that how you will. They need that. You know, their defense has some people. Granted, you need to fill some holes. Jonas uh, Jenkins losing is pretty is, is pretty big loss. So you gotta, they lost their state running the clouds. Yeah. So you have a couple issues to address as well, but... You're probably a little fucked on certain areas. Yeah, the agency corner also maybe having to replace George Shanks is getting pretty big. So this team's picking pretty. They're middle of things for a team that has so many holes again. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's move down the board at seven to forty nine. They went five and eleven. Um, they look more likely than not they're gonna get a quarterback. If Jared Goff is there, you take him. Jared Goff is there, you take him. And he'll he's will be there unless the Cowboys do something or a team trades up. Or the Eagles, I guess. No, the Eagles right after them. No, yeah, you get, you get. The Cowboys are more, more likely than not. Jared, Jared Goff will stay in Northern California. Um, I just don't, I don't see anything new about that. They need to rebuild. You rebuild with a quarterback. I guess it could take wide receiver if the quarterback's not there. I, I don't see the Quantrill going that high, and I don't know. I don't know if I know you're high on Josh Doxson. I don't know if you see more that high. There's no receiver in the yeah, top no, ten. No, I don't see either of those guys going. No. That high. That sucks. That's what they need. Yeah. Their number one receiver is Torrey Smith. Yeah. And then Anvil Bolden's gone. Yeah. They don't have a tight end, really. No. There's no first-round tight end. They're kind of fucked. It's not a good team. Yeah. They don't have a lot of talent on offense. Carlos Hyde. But still, Carlos. You know what I mean? That's it. Carlos Hyde's kind of cool. You know what I mean? I like Carlos Hyde. Ohio State, I liked him. Yeah. I guess they're okay at offensive line. Is it on I think Davis is no, back. No, they're gonna get okay. it. They're gonna let's 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 not put too much. You're simple. It's quarterback. They're gonna get a quarterback. I'm just thinking the quarterback's not gonna yeah. be there. I'm saying because I don't. Sevens. When does a quarterback go that low for a franchise quarterback? When the not other when other teams want a quarterback needs, and it looks like the only Cleveland Cleveland's is gonna be the only team with a quarterback need. Cleveland or Dallas and gonna get Carson Wentz. Our team moves up. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Maybe Cleveland go against Jerry Goff. Um. Seattle Seahawks at 26. I think they have to go offensive line. Lost their left tackle. Seattle Seahawks 26. Yeah, offensive line. Uh, linebacker. They have a lot of holes, too, for Cravens. Sue Cravens, if he's there, I think you have to confront that reality. Yeah. Um, losing Bruce Irvin was huge. So they, you, got to, you got to figure out. I think, they, I think they can go anywhere, actually. Yeah, you get. I think when you're there, you get best player available. Anywhere but Cork. They, they don't have a cornerback. No, they have Richard Sherman, that's it. What about. Oh, who? Remember, they benched Kerry Williams for Jeremy Lane. Mm-hmm. And they had a. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, Jeremy Lane. Right. Yeah, you know, they don't have a great corner. Yeah, he's, he's a nickel guy. They can go They can go, They can can go. go corner, but I, I think they're going to go linebacker. Or pass rusher, yeah. I think they're going to go linebacker. I think if Darren Lee's there, you take him. That would be a fit. Yeah, I think if Darren Lee's there, you take him in an instant. I don't know if he's tough enough for that team, but... <laughs> oh, he's tough. He was never... Soft was never... He was never soft. I think he's a little soft. He's not soft. He's little, not soft. There's a huge difference. He's never finesse. You don't th- I, see, I, he's one of the more finesse players to me. Mm-mm, I disagree. Um, 
He wants to start his own academy. Hmm? Darren Lee. When he's done, he's going to start his own football academy. A football academy? When he gets paid. So right. fairly long. Well, you know. Like, he's like, what are you going to do? Baby, hey, step, buy, baby steps. Yeah, I'm going to buy my mom a car or yeah. a house. I'm going to start and teach y'all how to play. Um, 29, NFC West, last team. I This team's actually pretty stacked. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, as far as Arizona, best oh my gosh, best player available. Yeah, yeah, we 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 always have ESPN on here on the side, and we just saw that there's going to be a thirty for thirty in the Orlando Magic. The Shaq Orlando Magic, when you yeah, and uh, and we got and uh, we kind of fan fanboyed out a little bit over here. That's fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. I'm very excited. Um, I actually call myself and my coworker the Shaq and Penny Hardaway of the 18th floor whenever <laughs> we work on policy together. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited for this. I'm Shaq. Um, but back to the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Where your holes, you're going to need to figure out safety. But, yeah, that's where you start thinking. That's where you start thinking about J. Ron Curse, kind of. Ugh. I think linebacker, same thing. You think of Darren Lee, Sue Cravens, kind of players in there. Defensive line, offensive line, best player available. I think that's the. I think when you get in the high twenties, you're best player available. Who can who can you already got to a high level, right? Who can you put on your team to elevate you and get you over that cusp, right? What what where were you? Oh, if we just fix this a little bit, you got to truly address that in Arizona was a really complete team. That's what I really liked about them. So you got to figure out what they have to fix. Granted, they got their ass whooped yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game, but what do they what do they have to fix in order to, to, to get up from that? I think they got a good cornerback. Yeah. Um, opposite of Patrick Peterson, they don't really have anyone. I know Tyron Matthews listed as a cornerback, but no, he's, he's a roamer. Um. They can't even go inside linebacker. They yeah. don't have, but unless they're trusting Daryl Washington to come back free, clean, yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen. Exactly. We already know what the story of that is. Uh, definitely not at 29, but at some point in this draft, they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, you can't, yeah, they'll draft. They're, that's going to come late. I think Connor Cook would be perfect for them if they can get him in the third round. It's the third, but I don't see him getting out of the second. Yeah. Somewhere because the they can't. One of those things like if you don't get Carson Palmer, you don't get a quarterback, and then Carson Palmer's done. You just in a void again. I think the guy that people are looking at as a late round quarterback that could be popular is Dak Prescott. Yeah, I, I yeah I agree with you. I think Dak Prescott as a Dak Prescott as a prospect is. I think that's a project that people like with the ability. Like I like the concept. This guy's probably going to be. Good. You know why they say that though. Because he has a big arm and he's athletic. Yeah. But that has nothing to do but with But he also, yeah, and he he has the, the poise, that kind of, that, yeah. that kind of poise that you like. But what about, like, everything because else? I, I, could, I could have the same thing. I could have just said Cardell Jones. But I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that you take Cardell Jones. Dak Prescott is literally the opposite of Carson Palmer. Yeah. Like, and Dak Prescott. Mm, but Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, I feel, is open to learn and, and, and you can really work on. Whereas Cardell Jones, you really have to accept what you just got on your team. Yeah, no, for, I wouldn't. Take Carl Jones as a prospect yeah. either back. I'm, just, I'm think thinking of already, grooming. Yeah, exactly. If I'm thinking of grooming, I'm taking that. If I'm thinking of, I already have a spread and I'm just committed to this style of football, 
I might just have to. T- Cardell Jones is, is the guy. I, was, I don't mind. Like, I think Dak Prescott would be perfect in L.A., the groom. Mm-hmm. I think he would be perfect uh, out of there, There's no quarterback development. There's no thing of quarterback development with Jeff Fisher. Yeah. They're either Steve McNair great or that's it. Yeah. Well, if they would let him sit, because I think we could get him and Todd Gurley together. Yeah. That because, was, yeah. I think that would be perfect what L.A. Rams need. They could have like their version of the Seahawks. I think the best place for him to be is Kansas City so he can actually learn from someone. There you go. That would be good, too. Because you can only depend on Oxford for so long. And I hate to see him they, they, being nudged out. They like, oh, no, nothing bad at the Oxford. But, I mean, you work on, you. I mean, you know when you're down, you're done. It's not too early to draft a quarterback for them either. I'm not early, like, in the first round, but, like, this year, to groom either. No, I just said I, I, yeah. said I would get Dak Prescott to groom it. Yeah, I would, that yeah. would be perfect. I would be around the same time that, you know, a couple years in when Jim Harbaugh said to get Colin Kaepernick to start grooming. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have too many years left in him. He's a smart guy, but... I would take a great game manager. Great game manager. Must get, must get probably, you know. I don't consider Trent. I don't think very. I don't think Trent Dilfer is as great as maybe his reputation is given because of a Super Bowl ring and being on ESPN enough to make people think he's. Can I say something? I don't know how smart he is. Like yeah, exactly. He's not like a smart quarterback. Very dopey. Very dopey individual. He's not smart quarterback. So yeah, he would just happen to be uh, taking snaps for. One of the nastiest defenses in Super Bowl history. I would still like to see his touchdown interception ratio. <laughs> so <laughs> I am for sure. I, I for sure think that there's other options out there. And Alex Smith, however, you know when he was on on adequate systems, was it was not was great at not doing turnovers and getting the job done. And that's what you want. Exactly. I wouldn't mind having a game manager quarterback if that's what you know. Yeah. And so, and so that's something I could also see if they want to develop him properly in in in, in Arizona, because also Bruce Arians, I, there's guys you you have to have coaches you trust to develop a player like that. With the Rams, I don't know if I trust Jeff Fisher to develop a quarterback. I don't trust Jeff Fisher to develop anything. Yeah. Only thing I trust him yeah. to run the Brock thirty times. Yeah, again. run the ball and play defense. Yeah. All right. So that was that. Um, playoffs start, what, next week? So we're going to take a quick break, get into our end-of-the-year awards real quick. Yep, we've got some NBA awards we're going to go into, uh, everything talking about that, and then it's playoff time, baby. Yeah. It, it, it's that time of year. Uh, this is, you get off of March Madness, you get about a week off, and then you got already everyone struggling for their playoff spots, race for eight, stuff like that, and now we're ready. So definitely going to talk about, uh, how the season went and who, Really shine, uh, and we'll be right back. All right, thank you. Sports. It's like a 
we took a break, but they didn't. You know what I mean? We just I know. Closed right in. So really, in reality, everything's been continuing and we're perfectly on track. Exactly. And we just but, had like a 30-minute discussion. <laughs> yeah, 30-minute discussion. Uh, I decided I was going to give up soda. <laughs> probably going to have a Coke tomorrow. But it is what it is. The Coke is fucking... Coke is the devil. Like sometimes when you're eating something good, like meat, Coke's fucking delicious. Yeah, yeah. I actually know exactly what you mean. Mm. This Indian buffet that I go to a lot. Um, and I get a Coke with ice. And it's just, there's nothing better. This is like, when I go get Indian food on my lunch breaks, it's my favorite days. Yeah. I used to hate Indian food. Indian food's delicious. I used to hate Indian I just thought it looked gross. But it's delicious. They have a curry goat. Oh, man. Yeah. There's Some good stuff. Indian food right next door to my job, too. I go there probably twice a week. Where's the Indian place by your place? Tava. Um, right next door to Cheese House. They have an Indian place there? Yeah, they just actually... Wait, that where the sushi house used to be? Right next door to Sushi House. So they actually closed it's, it down and reopened it. Oh, there it used to be an office there. There used to be an office for a congressperson. Yeah, it looks like an office. There used to be all, a con- I, think it was Anna, I think it was Anna Escher's field office, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. They got a brand new menu menu there. It was good? Where you had the butter chicken? Tiki masala? Tiki masala or some rice. It's always solid. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not that exotic with it. Like, I really just get tiki masala over rice with hell and non. Yeah. And that's just, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm content. They have some bomb ass salads there, like Indian. I don't know what the fucking Indian salad is, but it's fucking good as hell. I had Indian salad. You know, I do. I'm comfortable with vegetables with the the Mediterraneans. That's right. how I used to. Yeah, there used to be this. There used to be this Mediterranean spot, and I would get it'll be like salad, uh, like half salad, half rice, and then like lamb and chicken covering the whole thing with like lamb and like, chicken. Lamb, I would get it mixed. Okay. Because I like both. Yeah, it sounds. Was like lamb or chicken? And I was like, both. Can you do both? <laughs> and they said, yeah. That was my favorite to eat at state when I was at school over there. But uh, this isn't a this isn't a food podcast. Although <laughs> I, I think we mentioned before that would also be something that we could do on the side because I eat more than I'd like to admit. Um, we are still going back to basketball. Uh, going to talk about it because clearly by our eating habits we're not fit to play. Um, <laughs> Um, What's going on right now is we're going to talk about the end of the season. So I'm getting to our takes on the end of the, end of the season awards. Yeah. Um, um, we're going to run through. It might be what the consensus says. It might be a little different. I think I think we talked, just talking right here, there's some up in the air, kind of like six men of the year. One of those yeah. things that was, was, was completely up in the air. It's self-interpretation will go into how you decide defensive player of the year. Uh, coach of the year, same thing. Yeah, so we haven't actually really like wrote this down or talked about it. No, yet. this so, is really good. So we're off, be off, this off is the gonna, head. This is off the top. So we don't have stats or numbers backing this up. No, this is some blind fury freestyle stuff. Um, and then next week we talk about playoff matchups and everything. Mm-hmm. We'll break it down. So break it down. I guess you want to start the little one. Want to go six man of the year? This is six man of the year yeah. because I, I'm actually not even. You know, there was no oh this guy coming off the bench. Was a real rabble rouser because yeah. like I, I just didn't get that because um, it could have been someone from Boston, but I feel like the whole team is a six man of the year sort of squad. I guess if you have to give it, I mean, what, stats wise, Jamal Crawford, Oops. what you're going to get off the bench? Like, like I'm sure he's there, you know. So I, I, I mean, I, my pick would probably going to be Jamal Crawford, but you could throw in a Sean Livingston or Maurice Bates in there. There's other options out there. It really depends where you go with, but I'll say I'll say Jamal Crawford. Um. I go. There's there has to be someone out there. It's like there's a lot of great players. Like I'm thinking, 
if you go strictly on numbers, how much you points are you doing? Maybe like 13, 15 points a game, Jamal Crawford? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm going, because Lou Williams didn't really play this year. He's been hurt, no. played in L.A. Yeah. Um, it, the same, it wasn't the same role where you get yeah, six man. They've had, yeah. they had like five of those on the same team. They also suck. There you go. Um, I guess we'll go Ernest Cantor. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah, he's a great scorer. He's not. He's a bad defender, but he's not horribly bad like he was. No. When you're on a good team, you try just a little bit harder. And he's he's, he's a, great, a rebounder. great rebounder. He's a great rebounder great and he can score in the post. His great soft hands. rebounder, good touch. Yeah. Great off the pick and roll. Him and Russell Westbrook play great together. He's getting paid too. Yeah, he really is. Um, but he's gonna get paid anyway because he's a big who can move. And has soft. He has he has really positive attributes. Oh, you're on Cantor. Um, he'd be on my team. He, yeah, off the bench. Yeah, be in the same role. Yeah, I don't pay that much role, but no, either way, I would have drafted him and I would have him for cheap right now. So who who else we got on here? What was uh, another award? Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um, this one's, I think, the biggest one that's interpretation. That yes, absolutely. Up to what you Because I, I asked about Hassan Whiteside, and I think you got different reactions. Because yeah. obviously you think, man, I mean, the, the rim protection in this kid is just unbelievable. But then, you know, Dre talks about, well, how about just the ability to on-ball defend? And the conversation comes up like, well, who's been really... You know, I think there was one day we played rec basketball, and there was this post player, and he was just killing everyone, and I said... Now I'm just going to D him up. And I didn't really focus on any aspect of the game, but D him up. I, I was like, I thought to myself, this is a Kendrick Perkins performance I'm giving right now. Yeah. That's all That's all I did. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I waited for him to make the move to really start using my body for contact and everything. Kendrick Perkins was an amazing post defender. The reason why the Lakers won that title is because he wasn't there uh, in that series. Uh, everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen anyone being able to post defend like that. So, as far as on-ball big man defending, you know, it's really tough for me to really decide. Uh, so, I have to go with the perimeter guys, and Kawhi Leonard, to me, <sighs> Kawhi Leonard, to me, is just too great of a player. I, I, I really went a bit of a reach one time thinking that he should have been guarding Steph, uh, but that's way too bold to think. I haven't seen a guy really guard point guards that well since, you know, I think LeBron James was guarding Derrick Rose for a couple for a couple plays here and there. Um it, well, he was Miami. Um, that was some really, really, really impressive um, basketball right there. But Leonard definitely can guard three, sometimes four positions like I've never seen. Yeah. Um, so he's the consensus pick for defense player. I'm going to go with him, too. Yeah. I like DeAndre Jordan because of his rim protection. He's such a great... He's a good on-ball defender, too. Yeah, he's not bad, but no one's been yeah. as great as... Exactly. Since Kenny Perkins, who can you say has been... No, Marc Gasol's great. Yeah, Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol's great. Andrew Bogut's great. But it's also like, everybody's going to get, you know. If you have a good... But I've seen even seen Andrew Bogut occasionally, you can like go out, maybe kind of step footwork, kind of play with him. Yeah. Let me say, say if he's Park, going... Park would punch you in the chest if you tried that. Yeah, he's going up against some bad motherfuckers. Yeah, he would left hook you in the chest and the play would start over. I'm trying to think who's a good center who scores. Say Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, he's going at the end of the game. He might have to work for a shot a little more, but his game's going to be good. He's going to have like 26 points. But Old Perk would have him in check. It would be a good matchup. Yeah. What about like Marcus Hamby? Was he a good old defender? He's just a little light in the ass. He probably was. No, but he's strong. He probably was. He's probably he was a good old defender. He was, he was really good. Yeah. 
Um, oh, Charles Oakley was also. This is the, yeah. the school is Kendrick Perkins. Underrated. School Luke school. Longley. I was just watching that game. Uh, it looks it big. Was, it was I mean, Bulls versus uh, Knicks. Yeah. And Luke Longley was a great defender, and he was just a positioning. And he had a game. And he was here and there. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I think he, was, he just could look. I think he was strong. He was all right. He was big. There you go. You have to put him in to talk about Greg Oster Tank. And you have to talk about it. Yeah, so then, then the list gets a little I'm shaky. pretty sure Greg Oster Tank was a great on-ball defender in post. You don't think so? I don't know. It's just a slippery slope. He played in an age where big men dominated. And he, <laughs> was, and he was one of the better big defender players. I give him something for that. Talk about Greg Oster Tank and Luke Longley. I don't know how about all that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think I just got my ass kicked by the Bulls in 2K. So I was yeah. like a little high on the Luke Longley. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what it happened, probably. First time I lost in 2K16 ever, actually. I'm fucking shorty, yeah. Rolando. Anyways, um, what's that? The coach of the year? Coach of the year. Terry Stotts, Portland Trailblazers. No one thought they were going to do anything. Um... We're complete rebuilding stage. This and that, that and this. Jim Lillard can't carry a team. I, 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 had, I said it. I was. I had a feeling that D, that that D Lillard was more than that. I mean, I don't. People, people's always been a little short on him. You no, know, knocking this and that part of his game. But the fact of the matter is, he's pretty cold. He's pretty cold blooded. He has ice in his veins when when it, when it comes to making big plays. Uh, natural confidence you can't teach, and he's 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 a baller. Mm-hmm. Um, that team was built really well with the right kind of pieces that you want. Ed Davis, no Ed Davis has been huge for them. Yeah, they, um, CJ McCollum. Has been, What's the dude they were banking on? The white guy shoots the threes. Myers Leonard. And he's not. He's out for the year. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't really done anything. Yeah, no, because they have they it, and CJ McCollum being that second level, that second scorer has really been great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alan Crabb. They've just been. This is a good team. Yeah, I was wrong. Their GM and Terry and Terry Stotts, you know, or being being the composer of that orchestra deserves some serious accolades. So this one's a little tough for me. I want to go with Dave Yeager, um, Memphis Grizzlies coach, just because anytime you get the fifth, sixth seat in the West, you're missing Mark Gasol, uh, Mike Connolly. And you're, you're not getting a fully healthy Zach Randolph. No, you're giving. He's he's the focal point of the office yeah. at his age and has to be. Yeah, and he's as we he's not what he used to be. Not even close. And he then you're getting, on the bank on like you like to. You're morning. giving heavy minutes to Vince Carter, Matt heavy Barnes. Minutes. Yeah, these guys are out there playing. Heavy minutes. Um, Zach Randolph playing center too. You know, it's just, yeah. And they're still the fifth, sixth seed in the West. Yeah. Um, because so, they still play defense. Yeah, and they're still tough. It's not. It's still the grindhouse. Oh, that's a perfect name, perfect team for a perfect city that fits it. Um, I guess you can just throw in Golden State, kind of. Um, it's and but Popovich's team is so great like too. Luke, Luke Kerr. Yeah, Luke Kerr. Steve, Steve Walton. Walton. See, that sounds cool. Steve yeah. Walton. They probably have an uncle named Steve Walton. Um. Yeah, Pop, but Pop can get it. Every that's what I'm saying. It's like the Bill Belichick. Yeah. He should be Pop, coach of the Pop, year every Pop, year. Chris Popovich can get it every year. Well, how is it? Yeah. He's, 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 he's amazing. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Steve Yeager. Dave Yeager. Dave Jorger. Yeager, I don't know. The fact of the matter is. I think it's we, Jorger. Jorger, 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 right? The fact that, yeah. Two, two people Yager. deserve it. Not necessarily because of having number one records. Exactly. But for 
how for where they are now with what was expected. Getting the most out of their team. Given circumstances, yeah. And, you know, guys, the, those that's the kind of stuff that a guy like Tom Thibodeau would, would get great production out of their teams when they weren't expected to do high uh, a lot of injuries, this and that. Probably why Fred Hoiberg's on this list, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that's a guy who had opportunity and didn't get it. But, um, you know, other names, you know, I think you said Steve Kerr, yeah. uh, Luke Walton, or however you want to say. Uh, Brad Stevens, definitely. Exactly. Uh, definitely deserves to be in conversation there. Um, Real quick, who's not coach of the year? Like, uh, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, Dave Byron Scott. <laughs> Who would get it, though? Ryan Scott? Yeah, probably Byron Scott, yeah. Uh, yeah. He get fired. Rand- Randy Whitman yeah. in Washington. You know, Byron Scott. Yeah. But that team sucked, though. Maybe Randy Whitman. Randy, right. Randy Whitman. That team Whitman. shouldn't suck. Yeah. Byron Scott's a dumbass. Yeah. Man. Just what he says about his players. And it's, you know, that's why I, I can't get close to you yet to Stan Van Gundy, but look out for that team uh, next no, year. Man. Yeah, Stan Van Stan. Sam Van Gundy is, is he's he's yeah he got to the playoffs. He's They're official. They didn't make that. They didn't give him that that title for nothing. Letting him be president and coach. Well, we knew he was a great coach. Yeah, but we know he could build a team at that caliber. Gave sure. the keys to that. Yeah. So, um, comeback player of the year, or yeah, or most improved so, player. This is know. what I have. Was the most improved player? Yeah, yeah. most improved. Yeah, it's intriguing because you can make the argument someone like Steph Curry, most improved. You look at his numbers, um, or you go CJ McCollum. Who's always a good score, but now he's getting more minutes, so his stats look better than they should look. Uh-huh. Or you literally go most improved player, like, I got better. Because, you know, you can make the argument for Isaiah Thomas, most improved player. No, I like I thought he was already really good last year. That's what I'm saying, but I said the same thing about Steph Curry, but he, you know, he's consideration for most improved player. So where do you go for most improved player? That was really easy for me. It's Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Kimball Walker. Uh, Charlotte's in a really good place, uh, and he led that team. Um, how you were going to play with it, this and that. He really has starting to play like that UConn player that you got. He's a great point guard. Um, he's he's a great point guard in this league. I'm really a big Kemba Walker fan, and he elevates his game. He turns down his turnover rates. He 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 does. He made the improve. He adjusted like he needed to to seriously put this team in a contention. Because uh, Al Jefferson couldn't be the guy anymore. Uh, you know, th- certain things would be to count. So it has to, it has, it's, it can't be on anyone else. Ken Walker realized that and took a leadership role. And for that, that is the improvement that gets you there. And statistically, he's improved everywhere, all, all across the board. Yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing you can say. The only thing I would say is CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum, definitely. But definitely. I don't know how much better he is. And he just, this, there's more spacing without Lamar Saldridge. And yeah. You know, he's getting more shots, more minutes. Respectable. I, 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 yeah. I'm I, not I, mad I go, at either. I go, Kem, I go Kemba. Who's the not, not most approved player? Like, say Who's like, the deproved? Like a Kevin Love. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> someone someone like that. I'm just being mean because I wanted to make fun of him real quick. Always look for opportunity to make fun of Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin Love. Um, Jose Calderon. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Damn. You could say the Knicks team is take away Prazingis. Um, what what's the uh, Nikola Meritich. Yeah, he was. I was trying. What's the rookie who was last year who was hot? Who are you talking about? From where? I'm thinking Miami, but I might not be thinking Miami. No, is it? I'm not Drogic because he wasn't a rookie. I don't know. I'll tweet it when I think of it. He's gonna follow people. 
He's gonna follow. Well, so let's get back into our. Uh, so what's the only other one is MVP? Yeah, it's easy. This one, this one. Do you think it's not really debatable? Yeah, it's more like it. Okay. Well, that's my MVP every year. Okay, MVP of my heart. But yes. um, it's Steph Curry. Um, it has to be. I mean, this is like that Iverson season when he went over thirty, except he did it more efficiently. So. You can't not give it to him. It's like most things you put him up against this year, you're going to win MVP in a lot yeah, of years of this past. Year, this you know what I mean? If you go over 30, it's hard not to give it to MVP. But if you go over 30 and you get those assists and steals numbers too, you have to give it to the 50%. Guy. Yeah, from three. Oh, my God. You you really, on numbers, it's it's just ridiculous. Um, unprecedented. And even though LeBron has had an amazing season. LeBron's James should he's he's so it's not gonna call him underrated but he's still so this fucking, is LeBron James most underrated season yeah, of all time LeBron because James. of Stephen Curry and that's saying a lot because Derrick Rose's season yeah. that he won MVP LeBron James yeah. is really good too so it's, there's always a dynamic point guard that's fucking with his shine and LeBron James is, is playing on another I'm gonna say bad team yeah this team is not good without nope. LeBron James no um, and they're and they're probably gonna go to the finals. Because of LeBron, LeBron James is great. He's the only thing standing in the way of Golden State's other championship and getting another championship. I used to say he. Need, I thought when the, everything started, he needed to go to Chicago. That him and Joe Johnson should have gone to Chicago. LeBron the decision was being made. Yeah, because I would have been Joe Johnson, LeBron, uh, Derrick Rose, and Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> then I thought this is one when he went to Miami. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Then I thought two years ago he still should have gone to Chicago. He still should have gone to Chicago. Okay. If they could, if they could make, if they could have made it work. I, 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 think now you can't go. Now Chicago's not the place to be. Um, Did you read that um, Bleacher Report big thing with Howard Beck about like the brotherhood of Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James? Yeah, and how they should play. It. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, where would they play together? No, it wouldn't work in New York. Well, it was supposed to be. Yeah. If Carmelo Anthony was smart, it was supposed to be in Miami. Instead of like Chris Bosch, I'm guessing. Yeah, but so, no, yeah. Yeah, well, it's not, no, 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 a start. You can't. It wouldn't work. He has to be. He at that time he was still number one. Uh, now if they were, it's not really. It's never gonna really happen. Maybe their last year. It could happen because LeBron James is that powerful. It may be the last year if they really wanted to do it, but I, I mean, it's really one of those things you have to just. You don't think LeBron James would be switch up the team this upcoming year? Not him leaving, but him just GMing it. This is not working. Kevin Love gone. This is gone. Not, not um, saying to get Carmelo, but maybe he goes get Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's on a one-year deal. He's a free agent at the end of the year, right? Yeah, but I don't think you want to go and get... I don't think Dwayne Wade's the guy. you got to get a, a high-impact player. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, if I genuinely don't know. Because they really fucked up with getting Kevin Love because you could have had Andrew Wiggins there. Yeah. You really fucked up. Well, they they set the whole thing with draft getting the coach before they got LeBron James. Yeah, because they got a coach who didn't fit what LeBron James was trying to do. Then Black was there to build the team with the number one. You know what I mean? He's gonna have Andrew Wiggins build the team, and he got he got into win now mode. Um, it'll be interesting to see what LeBron James decides to do in Cleveland. Definitely. But who knows? They can win a fucking championship, and, and all this is for nothing. At the end of the day, all the it all goes back to him probably staying. Because if they go to the finals again, he's going to feel like he's this close to making it. And he has the guy's healthy and this and that. And maybe Kevin Love might, balls might drop. You never know. They could win. They could win. Yeah, that's, what the, that's what the crazy part is. LeBron at James. Day, at the end of the day, if Kevin Love just be a beast on, 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 on the glass and Kyrie Irving's healthy, 
those three guys are are having LeBron James able to orchestrate with those two guys on the outside knocking down shots, you they're probably gonna they can win. It's a little I think and then the Warriors gotta be a little off, but oh, yeah. defend no, you're not gonna defend it. You're gonna it'll, it'll be those will be shootouts. Oh, these are gonna win. be high point games. They're not gonna win. Yeah, and then it's it's gonna be really. They need, uh, like, you, they need like Jr. Smith with hot for seventy yeah, games. You need you need hot hand. You need hot hands from Jr. Smith. You need Dilly Dovin to have one of those great one of those games where he where he balls his shots. You need Shumpert knocking down his corner threes that he hits. Then you need then you need LeBron James being unguardable. It it takes it takes a big process, but you know when he gets on the block, sometimes he's a little he's a little. He's a little I, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it's more likely than not going to happen, unless Toronto. Unless Toronto has really makes a statement, or San Antonio, yeah. Unless unless those are two teams that can really make statements out there. So definitely something to look forward to. We'll talk more playoffs later. We'll talk more football later. Yeah. Next we're going to deep into matchups for the playoffs. They're playing. Yes. They're going to be set. Yes. We're going to give you guys previews. Definitely go on. Definitely going to go on Ed depth. So look out for the playoff. Look out for the playoff analysis. Again. Tweet us out for questions or comments on the show. Find me at Waskar09. Me at DreDay650. This is all on Twitter. And shout out to Mikey. Mikey C. The Man, our producer. We're having a great show. Him and him and, uh, him and and Tyler Hawkins had themselves yeah. another great show over in San Francisco on, at Bruno's Nightclub on the Mission. So congrats. Mikey, where can they find your stuff at? Uh, SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud.com. Oh, you look for Tyler Hawkins, Mikey C. The Man. Tyler Hawkins, Mikey C. The Man, Young Heen. Claw Moff. Claw Moff. Don't forget Russell Feathers. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel because then you get all the video content like yep. right away. You don't have to go look for it. Look look yeah. at the squadron, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a team movement yeah. we got going on here. We do, we do sports. Yeah, Claw Moff Media on YouTube. We do sports. We do music. We do UPS. We do politics. We do it all. I wash your car. No, you're not. I don't wash my own car. <laughs> so I won't. But I'm trying to be brash here. All right, y'all. Be well. Thank you. We Oh, shit.